Hello, lovely single mums, and thank you for joining this podcast where we'll be talking about how to use time in isolation to get your career back on track. My name is Lucy Good, and I'm the founder of Beanstalk Mums. We're an online space dedicated to supporting and inspiring single mums from all walks of life. We offer a blog which covers everything for your single mother journey. We've got um, a single mum only anonymous forum, we've got ebooks and e courses, as well as exclusive single mum discounts and giveaways and it can all be found completely free on our website beanstalkmums.com.au but enough of all that because right here right now I have the pleasure and the honor of chatting to the wonderful Helen Slater from Success Coaching who many of you already know and we're going to be talking about using time in isolation to get your career back on track. Now before I let Helen get a word in edgeways I'm just going to tell you a bit about her. Um, Helen's the founder of Success Coaching and she is a fellow single mum based here near me on the Sunshine Coast but working with people across Australia and in fact the world. Um, For 30 years, Helen's main focus has been to help her clients embrace change and feel empowered. She helps them get clarity on their personal and professional goals, including career planning and getting back into the workforce. She encourages, and I can vouch for this, a positive mindset um, because she helps me to do that when dealing with life challenges um, from the emotional aspects of separation to family focus, work commitments, life alignment, and everything in between. Welcome to the Beanstalk Podcast, Helen. Wow, Lucy, that's a sensational introduction. Thank you very much. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. Well, um, I'll just let our listeners know that we do actually work together anyway, don't we? Because you we... help me with my ladies at Beanstalk with all sorts of um, issues they have around what I mentioned in your introduction and you also help me with life coaching so my moments when I'm feeling down and I don't know how to get going or which way to turn so I love talking about you and I love working with you because I've um, can vouch for what you do for people. Well I appreciate that thank you very much and it is a pleasure to work with a kindred spirit like yourself obviously it works both ways so I'm happy to help. A match match made in heaven. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> so, look, I've got some questions for you because this is a topic I really wanted to talk to you about because I think it's so important to get it out there to the mums right now when they really need to be thinking about their careers. But before we start, I did mention that you are a single mum, such as myself. Um, you've got two, I was going to say little girls, but they're not so little <laughs> anymore. The same as me, I've got two not so little anymore girls, and we are currently homeschooling. Um, Um, And you, like me, are running your own business from home at the same time. So tell us, how are you coping through these crazy, unprecedented times? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, yes, you're right. I have two teenagers here. Um, uh, Obviously, they were onlining and doing all their things. We're trying to keep uh, keep our sanity together. Uh, We are getting on. There are challenges, obviously, with um, the remote learning. But really, the long and short of it is that they stay in their rooms. I stay in mine. And hopefully, we meet in the middle in the evenings. Yeah, Uh, well, that's exactly where we are at the moment. I've just gone down to my girls who are each in their rooms and said, do not come out of your room (laughs) next hour I'm doing a podcast exactly exactly leave mum alone but uh, I say with the teenage years I've always well my my dad said to me said the trick is to get through and come out the other end 
and still be friends with them. And I think that actually applies very much to isolation at the moment. If we can get through this with our teenagers and come out on speaking terms, we've done okay, haven't we? Indeed, indeed. I uh, definitely agree with that one. And so far, so good, I'm happy to say. (laughs) Well done. I know you've got a great relationship with your girls, um, as I do with mine. So we're doing okay. Um, Same (laughs) as you, have my moments, but it's okay. Well, they do sometimes say, Mum, are you coaching me right now? And I'm like, yes, let's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's let's so te- that's why they're turning out so brilliantly, because they, they've got you coaching them. <laughs> now, look, um, I'm going to move on to our questions. I'd really sure. love to delve further into this topic with you. Um, so my first question um, for you is yes. I'd love for you to get us into the right mindset. So for the single mums who have lost their jobs because mm-hmm. of the pandemic, whether it's permanently or temporarily, or they just don't know at this stage, how can they change the way they look at this situation to see it as an opportunity rather than a setback? Well, um, well, you've said it actually there. It's all about um, embracing the change. And I love those two words. I use them in any context on every topic. But it's really about embracing change and to focus on the positive. And uh, I know this is sometimes hard, but um, I I think a few people have probably by now heard of the law of attraction as well. And, And the science behind the law of attraction is we attract what we focus on. So if we focus on the positive, that will be more coming towards us, whether it's, you know, the glass is half full or the silver lining or one door closes, the other one opens. And I think when you're embracing change from a, a positive perspective, then you are in a better mindset straight away. And and some of the strategies that I use, um, there's, there's two of my main ones, which is about changing the meaning of the situation, which is what we're saying here about making the experience a learning opportunity. So to reframe it and see it as the next step. Um, and also to change the situation, to be proactive about it, to stop what you're doing and reconsider something else or to change what you're doing. And, and like I say, to come from it from a proactive position because opportunities are there to help us become empowered. And and really, you need to get outside your comfort zone to to grow. And, and not everyone wants to go there. But that's why you, if you have your positive mindset in your back pocket with you whilst you go through these challenges and changes, then you're in a much um, better position to do that. And I think you probably will know this, Lucy, because you know me now, but I do have um, quite a few frameworks that go through six stages and six steps. Mm -hmm. And when you're starting a new chapter with success, that's my business name for obvious reasons, um, I like to look at it from the S's. And the first one is to start. So to accept that you are in this new position and that things are going to be changing and then simplify it basically declutter whether it's your headspace or your physical space but start to simplify so when you simplify things and you look at your values your core values um, then you can really focus on what what is going to be um, a highlight for you and what you want to get out of it. And by the time you are thinking, well, I would like that, then you need to have a strategy, which is about putting things in place um, and having a plan to do that. And that is the structure, basically, which is where you're sustaining these positive habits. So um, I know I'm waffling on a bit here, but because I get there's quite a lot of detail in it. So when I'm just picking at it... (laughs) I really want to get into more of the juice. But the other S, of course, is self-care. Now, mm. um, this can be as simple as exercise, which like walking. I'm not talking about joining gyms or that sort of stuff, but just moving your body. Uh, nutrition, so eating well, 
And the guilt-free me time that single mums, um, you know, they reluctantly have the me time. But it's very important to have the guilt-free me time, whether that's just time out reading a book or having a relaxing bath or a coffee or sitting outside enjoying the sun or rain, if that's your, that's your gig. But it's really important to look after yourself so that when you're feeling good, you have a good mindset. And when you have a good mindset, you feel good. So mm. it's sort of the vice versa of, of both of those. And self-care is only enjoyable if you can get rid of that guilt as well. So that's something that perhaps a lot of single mums need to work on in, in that area. I know for me, guilt's a massive thing. If I'm doing taking time out, I always feel guilty. Perhaps I should be doing something mm-hmm. else. But that's something yeah. that you can help people with, Helen. But the other thing that I just wanted to pick from what you'd said was how a lot of people don't like to be outside their comfort zone. Mm. Interestingly enough, what's happened is this pandemic pandemic has put a lot of people outside of their comfort zone so many people have um well everybody has 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 had an impact from this and are now forced into a place where they're not necessarily that comfortable so it is an opportunity to use this time where you didn't have to get yourself into that zone you were just put into it so use this now it's almost like setting um, a reset button, I guess, on your life. This That's is right. an opportunity and, to reset. And even though it's a forced situation, let's say for want of a better mm. word, um, there is a difference between being proactive and being reactive. So if you can take that proactive approach to, okay, well, here we are in this situation, how do we make the best of it? And that is really, that is your starting point. And even when you think that, you are already off the starting blocks because mm. you already have this self-awareness of, okay, how can I make this better? I love that proactive, reactive thing. Um, we had a chat once and you mentioned that to me and said, hey, Lucy, <laughs> you are, you're just being reactive at the moment. You're not being proactive. And that stuck with me all day. And I was like, absolutely. I feel like I'm just keeping my head above above water I'm not actually doing anything else and when you do that over a long period of time it does get you down because you're not moving forward you're just staying afloat Um, so that's a really good one so remember that to the ladies listening are you being proactive or reactive and this is a great time to be proactive if you can but right now um, I'd like us to get our productive hats on because we've talked about mindset and why people should see this as an opportunity but what can we actually be doing now that will enhance our employment opportunities um, ready for when and it could be sooner than we think um, our world gets back into action well obviously number one resumes updating Mm. resumes now um it's it seems that uh, some people would maybe already have one some people are returning to the workforce some people want to complete change but if you're updating your resume you will start thinking clearly as well of what you want what it's a bit like well, what do I want? Let's do the resume. Or what does my resume say? Where shall I focus my attention? And that's why if I just go back one bit, which is about, well, what do you really want to do? And then tailor your resume for that. Update it. Either do it yourself, um, go online and see some tutorials, do some online work, get a professional writer to do it for you. Um, in my business, uh, that's a service offered um, to get resumes and KSCs, that, sorry, key uh, 
key selection criteria, uh, cover letters, all those things up to date. So that, so that would be number one uh, and the easiest option, of course, mm. I would think. Then we're looking at exploring um, exploring job job sites. So things like uh, Seek and Indeed, and you've got Career One and Jora, they're always having um, options of, you know, they're always listing their most up-to-date job ads on what's out there. And I know SmartGov, uh, sorry, Smart Jobs is the government website for, you know, if you're interested in nursing or anything within the Queensland government, they will have their jobs on there and specific organisations. So if you if you want to work for Bunnings, go on the Bunnings website. If you want to work for if you want to work for um, any organisation that you have an interest in, they will have a section on their website where it's got their careers or work for us or whatever, and they will always list um, what's available there so that's a that's a good one to get into obviously updating skills uh, so this is when we're talking about books and online resources even podcasts like this uh, so you just can get some new information into you online courses now you and I've spoken about this before Lucy uh, there's actually quite a lot out there and opportunities and and some are free like Udemy is one of my favorites mm -hmm. or Udemy I don't know how people pronounce it but it's U-D-E-M-Y I love that one I've done quite a few with that there's subsidized um, courses at the moment through the government even if you're looking at doing nursing or a tradie um, there's quite significant um, opportunities there to explore as well which are it's definitely worth a look if you are interested in that type of um, career then there's um, TAFE of course LinkedIn even have courses um, there's actually a plethora you just need to know where to look and you know what what sort of thing you you want to look at and even updating your skills if you can volunteer where possible of course this in this climate right now uh it's like a bit more bit more difficult just because of how the situation is with um interacting and social distancing and all that but if you can volunteer when things are even back on track you will get skills and more often than not if you were there and an opportunity presents you will be top of the list to be um asked if you'd like to you know step up to that Opportunities for promotion. If you're already in a job you like, we just want to take it next level. You could explore that. Also, that's all about building confidence, which it covers across the board. If you um, build more confidence, um, you will then be able to not only work your way up where you're starting from or get back into the workforce when you've been out for a long time. Uh, you're just in a better mindset, better position. And um, again, success coaching does, uh, <laughs> does that sort of coaching too. And spread the word. Talk to anyone that will listen, friends, family, uh, just about what you'd like to be doing and how you'd like to be doing it because you'd be amazed at what opportunities and someone might know someone who knows someone who knows someone else and uh, and and you you'll get in I know I've got in um, a couple of work contracts that way myself in the past so it's always um, it's always advantageous to share where you're at where you're thinking what you'd like to do and all of those things that you've mentioned there Helen are about keeping moving and staying connected which I think is really important as well at this time because a lot of people are stuck inside and if you're not comfortable with that if you're not an introvert you're an extrovert you mm. can start to lose your confidence because you're not living the lifestyle that you're most comfortable with but if you're doing things as you say like updating your resume looking on job sites where you're sort of connecting and you're chatting and you're talking mm. to other people or you're you know you're finding out what's going on out there you're still reaching out and you're connected with the world around us um, and 
it's important to do that because if you don't, you might lose your confidence and then find it quite hard to restart again. <laughs> That's right. Um, and it's always good to talk. Like I know on the Vine, Lucy, um, a lot of people, oh, I'm interested in doing this. Does anyone work in this industry? What can you tell me about it? And it's really important just to get some vibes out there, but also realize we are all different. So what some, some people would not like to do what I do or you do because they are not they, they don't they want to be around people they all the time they want to be in office they want a structured they want a nine to five there's some people that want to help be helping people from a different perspective so many different opportunities that need to fit you but you can still do your research and start communicating and having a dialogue with other people whether it's virtually online or um, you know th- through chats or, or in person you're, you're absolutely right that having that Um, connection is really really important yeah and do it now I mean don't sit back and think oh I'm not going to start yet because it's going to be a while until there's going to be jobs available or anything like that start it now you're going to be in with a better chance of finding a job that you love and you're staying connected at the same time which is good for your mental health Absolutely. Um, so look, my next question for you is what I mm. want to know what you will say to the single mums who feel completely lost at this time. And these are the mums who are like thinking to themselves, I, I, I want to do something different, but I just don't know what that is. How can they start the journey of discovery into what they want to do career wise? Okay, so that's interesting. <laughs> that ties in slightly with what we just spoke about, about talking to people who are already doing it. Yeah, but And that ties in again with the first point, which is proactive versus reactive. So be proactive about it, but look at your values. So, and your values are, what are you passionate about? So what really, what what would get you out of bed in the morning thinking, yes, I'm gonna have a fulfilling purposeful day. So what are you passionate about? What interests you? What what genuinely interests you? That because this is an emotional driver. If you um, are getting up with some, to do something that has an interest to you, uh, and you are you are you are emotionally connected to it, you will be more. Uh, you'll be happier. You'll be more empowered. Just just from the very nature of having the interest. Then of course you look at your knowledge base. So what do you already know? Now my little disclaimer here is. Just because you may be a trained accountant, for example, doesn't necessarily mean that is your passion. You might be great with numbers, but really you want to explore the creative industries of advertising. So I would suggest if you want that change or you want to explore something that is something you have not even touched on before, do it. Because if you have a high interest in it and you are emotional and passionate about it, then the likelihood is that it will be more of a success for you to reach that goal. But remember, the last one is all about priorities and what's important. Because if you have a mortgage to pay or you have children to be looking after and all that sort of stuff, it does need to still fit in with um with that lifestyle that you're a wanting as your ideal but where you are now and and you could look at stepping stones um of how you know small steps to get where you want to be and what to consider and how you could approach that is it online is it distance learning is it those sort of things or is it little part-time work so it's really to give some attention to that so not only looking at priorities but you need to look at what you are prepared to sacrifice but what is also a deal breaker because sometimes opportunities present and they're so good but you have to give something up and and you can do the what you know you can weigh up the pros and cons to it and all those sorts of things but at the end of the day really um 
it's it's a moment in time and you can grab something and if it works great you take it to the next level if you grab something you experiment with it and it's not working at least you can say well i tried that and it's not working does that make sense it makes perfect sense and um you know i can look back over my own life and think of my own deal breakers and some of the things that i perhaps wanted to do at certain times in my life but i couldn't because i had commitments um yes and it is all about timing as well isn't it but if you can't do something if you've got a dream to do something career-wise and it's just not something for you right now you know, don't don't throw that dream aside. It's maybe something for the future. And I feel as though there's so much chopping and changing with careers in the world at the moment. I mean, I know people are chopping and changing their careers all the time. And that's great to take a different path, you know, to follow your passion later on in life. But right now, I feel like everybody's, um, it's like all change. <laughs> Everyone's, <laughs> or so many people are, are using this opportunity to change their careers. So you're certainly not going to be alone. So and embrace it. And you can look back at this time and think, oh, well, when COVID-19 hit, it actually turned into a great career opportunity because I turned I I changed my my whole career pathway and started doing something I'd always wanted to do. And perhaps if they if people hadn't had this opportunity where their life had been more or less shut down, they wouldn't have made that change. So it's about turning something negative into positive, right back to what you were talking about at the beginning exactly and you know this is what i'm saying we talk about new chapters and 2020 could be wow 2020 yeah it was terrible not for me that mid-year point i was really on a roll you know it's just mindset again and and of course i have to laugh because i remember talking to you at the very beginning of the year saying that 2020 for me was all about balance (laughs) well that has not really happened just yet but i'm still still high hopes that it will happen at some point Um, and also we were talking about deal breakers and that really brings us nicely onto the last question that i've got for you um because i've already heard from lots of single mums on the vine and on the anonymous forum and they're using this opportunity to start a small business something they've always dreamed of doing and I think that's a great idea so being the owner of a a successful coaching business yourself what are your top tips for these ladies who are thinking of becoming their own bosses right okay so I'm putting my business coaching hat on now great well done thank (laughs) Um, you very much um well to go back to the basics look it's really about knowing what's involved and to be prepared and get organized because you really do need to do the numbers is this something that is a side hustle you know is it just something you want to put your toe in the water with and just see if it is going to work or are you jumping in full? Are you, are you going full on? Uh, you know, just deciding that this is it. I'm investing all my time, my money, or I'm leaving my existing job or whatever. So you really need to do your preparation on um, if it's viable and um, get some clarity on. I'm sure you've heard of the SWOT analysis, um, Lucy. It's I all have, about yeah. yeah. So about your strengths and your weaknesses. So look at what you are, what you have. Um, positives with but also the weaknesses and how that would impact you and the opportunities that are out there but also the threats so look at your SWOT your strengths and weaknesses and your opportunities and threats and balance that out to make sure that if you are going in whether it's on the side hustle or full-on that it is something that is sustainable because there's nothing worse than investing everything and getting six months in and you're no further forward and um, and you're not even you're not even a, a little toe in the water it, it's properly going downhill so you really need to do look the other point is 
that you, it's not going to be an overnight success. And most businesses take, you know, up to three years to start at least evening out. So you've got to be in it for you've got to be in it for the long term. There's not really any get rich quick schemes out there, unfortunately. And if you're looking at clarifying your business, mission and vision, people throw it about all the time. Mission and vision. Yeah, whatever. Oh, they're the same thing, aren't they? Blah, blah. No, actually, they're not. So a mission is all about why you exist. What is your mission on the planet? What is your business doing? What are you doing? What is your mission to the world? And then your vision is your future, is the future of that. What is your ideal goal? How is that going to look? So one's very much about being in the moment and what you are doing now, and one's very much more forward thinking. And when you've got that goal, it also helps you focus on where your business is moving to. And and we've talked about goal setting in other blogs and podcasts and things, but you really need to keep a focus, be disciplined, and, and move in a way that... Um, addresses all the points which takes me nicely on to my six step Mm. uh, my six step process for business whether business planning or business ideas and I'll just talk you through it very briefly Uh, so the first thing is about having um, purpose so why why are you doing it why why is it that you want to be setting up this business making your crafting uh, business or um, your passion into something else and then the next point is the outcome what is it that you want to achieve what is it that you want to give to the world what is it you want to have for yourself and your family then we're looking at the structure how how are you going to do that and I'm talking about how from the perspective of action planning uh, and tasks and deadlines and start times and end times and who's involved and all those sorts of things. So that moves on to the timing of it, when you're going to do it, when are you going to do your business, i.e., when are you going to commence doing business or when are you operating your business, depending on where you sit. Um, and then we've got the location. Where are you going to do it from? Are you going to do it in person? Are you going to do it online? Is it virtual? Are you doing uh, massaging for someone from your home or are you mobile masseuse or are you doing life coaching from Skype across the other side of the planet? It just really depends on the format of your business. And then we're looking at um, if you look at things of who your audience is. So who's your target? Who? So we've talked through the 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 why, what, how, where, when, and who. And they're my six really. If you can, if you can um, put a plan together that just approaches those six aspects, you will be in a much better position to be successful. It, people that don't, if you don't have a plan, it's unlikely you're going to succeed because you have no benchmark either. So you've got no benchmarks to take you from one point to the next. You've got no focus on what what action am I doing next. And it's really important to start implementing once you've got all your information and reviewing as you go. Because what works, do more of that. If it doesn't work, stop it, reassess, recharge. I know when I started out on my journey doing my life coaching um, I mean, my my audience is vast. I, I do almost everybody these days. But I was focusing on um, individuals that were g- going through a separation. So I started divorce coaching. And that, that really is how it, uh, it started here in Australia. Um, but um, 
it just it just evolves your business will evolve and as as your business evolves it will give you more information and um of the best way to approach it to get the best rewards yeah. and you, and you do have to remember what when you look at why am i doing it what am i doing it how does it fit in with my lifestyle is it am i able to spend time with my children am i able to have that extra money coming in what what is your focus what is your what is your pull is it to have the money is it to have free time is it to help others because that's a big deal when you look at it from your mission perspective not everyone's the same some people want to make a lot of money so that they can be home and not worry about finances other people just want to be able to help others you know it's a you really have to get clear that clarity on for what reason and what is your what what's your not only what is your service or product but why you need to have a plan but you also need to be ready to pivot um when you need to with that plan if something isn't working or if something is working to do more of that yes and i i agree entirely with everything you've just said helen i'm nodding away furiously here um because having had my own business for five years now um yeah completely agree plan be prepared for it all to change and be prepared to do a lot of hard work and a lot of hard work pretty much for nothing for a few years which means that as a single mum you probably need to back yourself up with a job or contract work at the same time I know when I started my business I was working part-time contract working and uber driving whilst I got beanstalk off the ground unless you're prepared to do something like that yes it just doesn't fall in it doesn't all happen as we would like it to and as it Uh, often and often so many businesses online do look as if they've happened so easily but people don't understand that the amount of work that's actually gone in behind them and there's no such thing as an overnight success there really isn't and anyone that thinks that it's delusional i'm afraid Mm, yeah Uh, because there's an awful lot of foundations that go in um that you know is is not seen um and yeah it is a work in progress Mm. oh and one point don't forget though you've got to celebrate the successes as Mm. you go through because you need to acknowledge when it is working, even the small ones. <laughs> oh, exactly. I couldn't agree more. The smallest successes are the biggest things when you start your own business. And make That's sure you fine. find someone to celebrate them with another sole business owner. It doesn't matter yeah. if the business is entirely different to what you do. Um, just have a friend, a, a colleague that you can phone up and say, hey, this happened and this is great. I always remember celebrating my wins with my kids. They were my biggest cheer- cheerleaders in the, yes. in the early days when I was starting starting out but uh, that's really great advice around business and we might go into that in another podcast in a bit more detail because I think there's going to be a lot of ladies out there who are going to start their own business around this time and yeah go for it but just make sure you know what you need to do and I think we're great people to get to guide them yeah Um, and I sit and it's funny because I sit (laughs) I wear my business coaching hat in three aspects which is basically the hand holding the cheerleading and the butt kicking (laughs) I really want to see what the butt kicking hat looks like (laughs) I'm sure you you may be getting that soon oh god (laughs) (laughs) Um, look um, I'm looking at the clock Um, we are running out of time I don't like these podcasts to go on for too long because single mums don't have a great deal of time but I feel that we've provided a lot of information there Um, so can you just tell us uh, well not me because I know but tell our listeners where they can find you if they'd like a little bit more guidance around career at this time Um, and also you are bringing out a book so let us know a little bit about that 
Oh, yes, the book. Okay, so where they can find me, my website is uh, 6scoaching.com.au, and that's the number six and the letter S. It's a play on words, success, uh, coaching.com.au. The AU bit is very important. Um, And my book, yes, my book is called, it's with the publisher as we speak, and it's called survive and thrive through your separation so it's quite apt for uh, the single mums and anyone actually that is going through a separation it is um it's threefold basically uh, lucy you know i self-represented in the uh, federal magistrates court and the federal circuit court and the family court uh, on both property children's matters and divorce and so i've written about my experience through that also i'm sharing legal information it is not legal advice it is legal information and that is a disclaimer i put out again and again and again and also a lot of my uh coaching strategies and frameworks are also in the book so it's my story of what happened to me and um, here's some legal information as well and some coping techniques and strategies to help people get through so yeah it's called survive Uh, survive and thrive through your separation and it'll be out hopefully in the next couple of months thank you helen and i've had the opportunity to look through a few of the first chapters of the book and i swear if i could have got my hands on something like that when i was going through my separation it would have made life a whole lot easier so um it's going to have a really big impact i think on on people who are separating and going through such a difficult time so thank you helen and thank you for coming on and chatting on the podcast for me again and sharing your thoughts on how we can make this time in our lives matter there is no doubt you are the master at turning a negative into a positive (laughs) I love you for that and I wish you a peaceful journey through the rest of the pandemic may you stay safe um, and may you stay sane (laughs) (laughs) thank you Lucy ditto (laughs) thank you and to all the single mums listening as terrible as this pandemic is I do truly believe that it's brought us all a time for reflection we'll all come out the other side of this changed in some way Um, and only you have the power to decide how that will be and what it will mean for your career your family and your future Um, and remember if you've not visited my website beanstalkmums.com.au remember the AU like Helen says make sure you do not only will you find more podcasts like this but there's heaps of other wonderful resources for your single mother journey and you can chat to me anytime on our anonymous single mum forum or on the single mum facebook group called the single mum vine and you can reach either of those through the website And one final thing before I leave you, if this podcast has helped you, please take just 30 seconds to rate and review it. And the reason I ask is because the more reviews we can get, the easier these podcasts are to find by other single mums who need support, guidance and companionship on their single mother journeys. Until next time, ladies, goodbye.